This is Matt Spiegel, and I can't wait to bring you Season 2 of the PBP, Voices of Baseball. The very best play-by-play voices in the game talk about their craft. It's a job so special that even Joe Buck told us he will probably go back to it. I'm 53, basically 54. I, I think it's too early to say nevers at this point in my life. I think at some point I'll get the itch again. Incredible guests sharing great stories from your favorite teams coming this year. Find us on the Odyssey app or wherever you find podcasts. All right, Tristan Sinister on a Tuesday. What is up? 25 after 5. Talon Jerry in. Until 6, we got Boomer and Gio. Then real quick before we do the football and your fraudulent 5, I know they're old guys, but before you say anything, there's an extra note to this. All right. All right. So we've got the Live Golf is out there, okay? So there is a new baseball league a Dubai-based baseball league called Baseball United. All right. They had their inaugural draft, I guess, yesterday. Some of the notable play- old, older, no, not old, but older, Bartolo Colon All right. at 50, Robinson Cano was taken, uh, Pablo Sandoval, remember him from the San oh, Francisco yes. Giants? He's not 50, or but he's a little older. Is that the guy they called the Panda? Yes, Exactly. Anderton Simmons, who was the shortstop for the Angels for a long time, he's 33. And you got Didi Gregorius, Didi Gregorius. Oh, I love Didi Gregorius. So my first thought was, oh boy, is this going to be like live baseball now? The league investors, Mariano Rivera and Barry Larkin. Isn't that interesting? They're backing this with their cash? Yeah. My And my thought is, I almost wonder if that's going to be something where they start to pull from younger, if that gets off the ground... You wonder if there'll be some sort of competition. I thought that was interesting that Mariano was involved in that. Or maybe Mariano will run out of money and have to go back to work. This <laughs> sounds like a terrible investment. <laughs> it may be. I just thought that that was interesting. Hmm. So they All got right. a couple of names, but they are older names. But Barry Larkin and uh, and Mo are back in this. And Bartolo Colon is in this and Bar- way. Who so, never wants to retire. Who? How bad could it be? He's got like a rubber band arm. Oh, yeah. He's the I rubber love- band man, rubber band man. All right, so it's 526 oh, yes. last night. The uh, the I tell you a hell of a win by the Vikings. The Vikings beat the 49ers last night in Minneapolis, so that puts a bow on Week Seven in the NFL. Week Eight will start uh, with Buffalo and someone. Buffalo and Tampa, maybe Thursday night. I forget someone. Um, but before we get to that, we have to get you the Al Dukes fraudulent five favorite teams. Thank you, Jerry. This was a tough one this week. I got to tell you. Got to tell you, the teams like my Buccaneers are out. Yeah, yeah, they kind of pooped the bed. They pooped the bed. So I'll, I'll go through this Your quickly, Your Lions Jerry. played lousy in Baltimore. Well, let's see where we are. Number one, I'm uh, currently most rooting for the New York Jets. Okay, it's fine. They didn't play. They didn't lose. They didn't they're play, they're, they're still uh, riding high off the win. Yeah, riding Philly. high. They're playing the Giants. Yeah. It'll be fun. So mm-hmm. they're number one. Number two, another team that didn't lose, so they're still on my list, Dallas Cowboys. Okay, that's fine. Two they're coming weeks. off a win as well. Coming off a win. Four and two and a bye. Then I do, I got to say, I do have some, some losers here. I still have the Miami Dolphins on my list, even though they lost. They're Fair still enough. a high-flying, fun-to-watch team mm-hmm. that I'm rooting for when I see them on television. Who will be now be on Hard Knocks this uh, in-season. In-season Hard Knocks. That's yep. right, Jerry. Yep. Uh, I've got the Detroit Lions on you my kept list. The li- even after that putrid yeah. performance. I kept the Lions on my list of wow. teams I'm still rooting for. But, Jerry, they are on notice. Yeah, Dan Campbell doesn't care. And number five. Yeah. This was a tough one. I, you didn't take I'm the looking Eagles? around. No. I, 
truthfully, when I'm looking at these list of teams... Can I guess? Sure. I can't believe I'm going to say this, but are you going to change your mind and go back to the Chiefs because they're winners? No, I was close. You were close. I would have if Travis Kelsey wasn't involved. Fair enough. I have the Colts on my list. I'm still rooting for the Colts. It's weird. As a favorite team? Yeah. Even though they lost and Gardner Minshew's a turnover machine? Yeah. Okay. Still, right now. It's a weird list, Jerry. I I it's your list. Jets, Cowboys, Dolphins, Lions, Colts. Weird one. It is weird because the Colts would never make a cool game. Right. That's what's weird. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's, well, that's why it's a fraudulent list. Yeah. It's fraudulent it's list of five favorite teams. That's <laughs> stupid. Thank you, Jerry. It is All stupid. All right. There you go. What up, y'all? It's your boy Danny Green, three-time NBA champ. You either rooted for me or rooted against me. Join myself and my co-host Harrison Sanford on the Inside the Green Room podcast. It's a podcast that brings you never-before-told tales from the locker room to candid interviews with basketball legends to breakdowns of what's happening in the NBA right now. Whether you're a diehard fan or casual about your hoops, this podcast brings you the game like never before. Follow Inside the Green Room on the Odyssey app or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, you mentioned uh, the Vikings beat the 49ers. Um, no, I didn't see. I have not had a chance yet to get to the highlights all of this right. game. I watched as much baseball as I could last night, and I've been listening to press conferences all morning. So I know there was the 60-yard catch, take the ball away from the defender, the one to Addison that was a big play in the game before the half. Were the nine, I know, And I know Purdy threw the two interceptions in the fourth quarter. Was it... Was it tense in the fourth quarter? Like, did it seem like the Niners were going to drive down the field and get the go-ahead score? Like, what would you, what was your takeaway? From it did not feel tense to me, Jerry. <laughs> well, also because you weren't watching it live, so there was no tension. You knew the score. Yeah, it turned out the tension <laughs> when you don't watch it live is gone. Right, okay, fair enough. It was just, to me, the fact that the 49ers gave up a lot of yardage. You give up a lot of yardage. They yeah. allowed 452 yards. This is supposed to be the, one of the best defenses in the league. It is one of the best defenses oh. in the league. It just wasn't there last night. And I think, do you not give... Kirk uh, Cousins lit it up. Jerry. He did. He threw for almost 400 yards. Yeah. About, and if I'm not mistaken, again, I didn't see the game. Do not so be I'm mistaken. So I'm going off what I, what I read. Yeah. He was not sacked one time by this Niners defense, right. correct? Correct. So that, that, to me, goes to show... That once again, if you can forget who it is, if you can protect your quarterback, you've got a much better chance of moving the ball down the field. Yeah, and that brings me up to uh, another thing I heard on the afternoon show yesterday. Boy, you listened a lot to the I afternoon had it on. show. I did have it on yesterday while I was uh, cooking dinner. Does that mean a meltdown's coming soon? Are no. you listening too much? No, I'm not listening too much. All right. I'm not listening to too much sports radio because that does happen to me. Oh, do I know. I'm well aware. I listen to too much sports radio and then I have a complete meltdown. Mm-hmm. I'm not there yet. Okay. But it was it was weird to hear, first of all, the callers are still, they're calling about the offensive line. And now in what regard? Because this, I thought this, it was pretty good this weekend. Well, this is their, in, in that regard. Again, like, for whatever reason, Giant fans want to give Daniel Jones the benefit of the doubt, just like they were giving Eli Manning, even long past his Super Bowl years. That's interesting. So they're like, I can't wait to see Daniel Jones behind this offensive line. What? That's interesting because the calls I heard to Brandon and Sal yeah. were mostly keep Tyrod Taylor in. It's working. Like, don't break what's not. Daniel's going to have to wait his turn until Tyrod Taylor fizzles out. 
Um, so that's interesting that people were calling about Jones excited for him to come back, which we're not even sure he's coming back this week. Right. Now, Tiki did seem, if I was reading between the lines, or maybe he straight up said it, he seems to like Tyrod Taylor in there as well. Okay. That it's a, like what we were saying, the eyeball test. It's it, fluid. Ah, yes, Jerry, yeah, fluid. Agree. Yeah. It's smoother. It's fluider. Mm-hmm. But they took a number of calls from people that were pumped. Oh, I'm sure. And can't wait for Daniel Jones to get behind. The offensive line couldn't change that much in the time that Daniel Jones hurt his neck to now. Oh no, there's it? like three new guys out of five. Right, but they're right. No, no, no. But I mean, they're brand new guys. Yeah, yeah. Because of injuries, they, yeah. they're they're just rolling guys in. Just rolling guys mm-hmm. in. Yep. Now I could also use that as an excuse and go, the offensive line sucks. We're just rolling guys in. Hundred percent, you could definitely. So what's going to be fun is when Daniel Jones gets back in there and is terrible, and then they go. Those same callers would be like, this offensive line, and we're piecing it together. All right, well, let's forget, gonna... let's forget about the callers for a second because okay. whatever. Um, they're stupid. But right? I do think what this is going to do yeah. is it's going to put when Daniel Jones does come back. Now, if if I go back to it, I am not saying Daniel Jones is losing a job. Don't, don't misunderstand me. But if I go back to when Dak Prescott took over for Tony Romo, Romo got hurt, and Dak played great. And it was, do you have a quarterback? Nope. Dak's uh, Romo's our quarterback, and then Dak continued to play great. And each week, nope, Tony Romo's our quarterback. And then I got to a certain point where, yeah, uh, Dak's the quarterback because yeah. you couldn't take him out because they weren't losing. I'm not saying that's the case here, but what I am saying is by Tyrod Taylor playing and looking the part better, even though they scored nine points in Buffalo and only 14 points on Sunday, I do agree with that. It looks better. It seems like the team is playing better. I think what it does do is it puts Daniel Jones on a short leash when he does come back. And if he's going to come back and they are stale and they ain't moving the ball and he's taking sacks, I don't think you'll have to wonder about a halftime switch. Like, let's say he comes back. Let's say for poops and giggles, they're playing the Jets on Sunday. Daniel Jones is back at quarterback. And it's 10 nothing Jets at halftime, and the Giants look out of sorts offensively. In my mind, there's no doubt in my mind that Tyrod Taylor comes out in the third quarter. You got to win that football game, so I think that it's opened the door now to that, to where he could be replaced once he comes back. I think if Tyrod Taylor was a young dude, it would be a different story. Like people would be more like even the Daniel Jones big time. Understood. Uh, yeah, I know thirty four is you're not expecting a lot out of him going forward. Yeah, you're right. But I do think since the NFL is really a season in season out, it's not like when we when we were kids, it was like a slow build to have sustained greatness, if you will. It's not what the league is anymore. I mean, aside from the Chiefs and a few teams, it's like good one year, not good the next. Good one, you know, it's like each year's it's 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 its own. Tyrod Taylor's only 34? He's 34. They're using this photo of him on CBS Sports Network when they put up his face when they yeah. uh when that when you guys on the show was talking about him where he looks old. All right, hold on. Maybe I'm wrong. Maybe he looks he's like 38. an old dude, Jerry. I Even 38. He was, I thought like, he was 34. Looks like he's four, in his 40s. Uh, Tyrod Taylor is 34. It could just be the one photo they're using. Could just be a bad photo, Jerry. We uh, all take bad photos where we look older, some where we look younger. Just has a more has a mature face. And he, by the way, just turned 34. He also has a mature neck, is what I'm, oh, what I'm okay. saying. Sometimes so there's you wrinkles can, on it? Is that hey, what you're saying? Yeah, I think, yeah. I see some wrinkles. You can tell how old a uh, person is by their neck. Like, look at my neck, Jerry. That's an old man's neck. Your neck looks fine. No, it's not. It's not wrinkly. Like wrinkly. No, it's not, actually. Thin. 
What you can you tell how old about? a woman is, too, by her neck, Jerry. Oh, this is true? Yeah. Okay. You can tell how old a woman is, if you're not sure, by her neck and her hands. How about we do this? How about a little road trip? Let's go to a local a strip mall and walk up to women and try and guess their age. May I see your neck, ma'am? Hmm. I think you're 51. <laughs> <laughs> oh. <laughs> Ouch. That would be funny. Yeah, hand and neck. Yeah. Hand and neck. That's okay. why, like, uh, a lot of women will go with the handkerchief around the neck, which I'm considering going with. Bruce Springsteen does you're, that. You're not going to wear a handkerchief around your neck. <laughs> if you do... I'm not doing this with you anymore. I see Tiki Barber sometimes in the winter. He wears a scarf around okay, his neck. He's fashionable. You're he not. Is. He is very fashionable. Yeah. I mean, Tiki could be in GQ. Yes. You can't. Not yet. Well, not yet. You're 54. Then when? Soon, Jerry. Soon. Soon. Okay. Is that when you turn 60 and you marry a 25-year-old? Yes. yes. And then I'll go right into <laughs> GQ magazine. I suppose you could then. Here I am with my gold-digging girl. <laughs> now, I ain't saying she a gold-digger. Yeah. <laughs> You got time for one more? I do. I'm excited to see that the Bears are starting a Tyson Badgent again, Jerry. I'm be I'm on the Tyson Badgent like he's bandwagon. Like he's another one. Yeah. This is where it's funny. Highlights and watching the game. Mm-hmm. He threw for 150 <laughs> yards. Yeah. But when you put put that in highlights, Jerry. But the offense. Seemed a little more. Now Justin Fields, they lost. They had, they had leads, and the defense gave them up. And Fields against Washington a couple of weeks ago was off the charts, yes, very incredible. Good. So I don't think he's in. He's losing his job anytime soon. But this this Badgett thing is funny because he didn't throw for three seventy five and five touchdowns. It was like one fifty two and one touchdown. Yeah, and I have a feeling that if he came from a bigger school, it's not as much fun. It's fun because he came from okay. Shepherd College. Let me ask you this, though. Is. Maybe, but let me ask you this. Let's say he went to Clemson. All right. Or let's say he went to Florida State. Yeah, oh, yeah. Would you not think differently in terms of what his long-term success could be? Yes. You probably Or USC. Yes. Right. Good point. But he went to... And where he went, really, we've had plenty of quarterbacks that have gone to small schools that have been really good, so it doesn't matter, but... Let's not make it out like this guy was the league MVP. Oh, yeah. He's lighting it up, Jerry. And they're playing the Chargers in L.A. Oh, good. Maybe the Chargers can lose another game they're supposed to win. Tyson Badgen goes to Los Angeles. It would be great if he outdoes Justin Herbert. Yes. Outduels him. He could. You never know. All right, quick break. 538. We got more to do. And then Boomer and Gio at the top on the fan.